0: And girls.
1: Welcome to
2: After the Fact.
1: Good evening, good day, good night, wherever you are. My name is John Nolan and this is After the Fact, the weekly trivia quiz game here on Clare Morris Community Radio. Thank you for tuning in, however you have chosen to do so. In this, the fifth series of After the Fact, every episode is about a different country and we'll be revealing tonight's country in a few moments' time. But first, let's go and meet the teams. Now, this is a strange scenario because normally I would introduce the blue team first, but... I only have one person in company in the studio this evening and she is on the red team. So I'm going to say hello to Linda Conway.
3: Hello, John. How are you?
1: I'm very good. How are you doing tonight?
3: I'm not too bad.
1: Great. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. And uh, on the your teammate is, uh, is coming to us from Dublin, Mr. Mark Lynch. Good evening, Mark. Good evening. How are you doing?
4: Not too bad. We... Where I was kind of hoping it was going to be a little bit sunnier today, but for a bit of a a nice, relaxing sunshine day. But unfortunately, we didn't get too much sunshine up here yet. But hopefully, for the rest of the week, it'll be a bit sunnier.
1: Well, there you go. By the time the programme is broadcast on Thursday evening, Mark, your dreams may have come true. So let's indeed. Okay, let's go and meet your opposition. So I'm going back across the table in the other direction to talk to the blue team. Neither of whom are here. So first off, we'll go to. Uh, Let's see, we'll go to Boyle Contour's Common to say hello to Carol Cronin. Good evening, Carol.
0: Hi, John. How are you?
1: Good, thank you. How are you doing tonight?
0: Great. Yeah, not a bother.
1: Cool. Okay. And uh, that's the good mood we're in. And then we go to Galway to talk to your teammate, uh, Mr. Brendan Cox.
5: Hi, guys. Hi, Carol. (laughs) Hi, Hi Brendan.
1: <laughs> Brendan is yeah. the only one who's on video chat here tonight, so I'm Ooh, looking at his lovely face. I
3: can't see him.
1: You're missing a treat here. Let us go and meet uh, the fifth member of our team, who will also tell us tonight's country. So let's say hello to a person I forgot to introduce properly last week. It okay. is, of course, our robot scorekeeper, Clancy. Good evening, Clancy.
2: Good day, everyone. Konnisha. Today we are visiting what? the land of so many robots, Japan. So
1: he's happy. But he tried to say Kanichiwa, but he didn't actually manage to get it out right. What did he say? What did he say? Let's have another listen. Say that again there, please, Clancy.
2: Konnichiwa.
1: (laughs) Konnichiwa. Well, it's not so bad. It's not so bad. Okay. On we go with tonight's show, all about Japan. Round one is, of course, our multiple choice round. In this round, I will ask each player an individual question with three potential answers. If they give me the right answer, they get two points for their side. They can confer with their teammate though, if they wish, in which case they will get one point for their team. A wrong answer though will see the remaining two options offered across the other side who can confer and could win a one point bonus. Right, it's an odd numbered show, which means we're starting with the Reds. Oh, and Linda's I mean, here. You're with me. <laughs> so, Linda, you're in the room and you get question one. Oh, Tell me, please, Linda. Question one. I'll try, one.
3: I'll try really hard.
1: What name is shared by one of Japan's three holy mountains? A multinational imaging company headquartered in Tokyo and the racetrack that hosted the 2007 and 2008 Japanese Formula One Grand Prix. So, all of them share the same name. What is that name? There are three options are A, Nikon, B, Fuji, or C, Suzuka.
3: I'm going to be Fuji. Oh,
1: <laughs> that's correct. Well done. Two points. Yes, they are indeed. Uh, in reverse order, we got the Fuji Speedway racetrack, Fuji Film, maker of cameras, etc., and one of Japan's three holy mountains, and indeed the tallest mountain in Japan, is Mount Fuji. Yay. Right now we go to the blues. Uh, blues, which one of you would like to go first? Lady okay. first. All right. Very oh, very magnanimous, Brendan. Right, Carol. This one's for you. Japan entered into a long period of isolation in the early 17th century which lasted until 1853. This was brought to an end when a fleet from which country arrived and pressured Japan to open its borders to the West? So which, the fleet of which nation was it that turned up in 1853? Your options are A, the USA, B, the United Kingdom, or C, France? I prefer the Fuji question.
3: That was sheer luck that question really, wasn't it? That was sheer luck.
0: Yeah, it totally was.
3: I'm glad glad I was the one I was the only one in the studio
0: because that's how that worked out.
1: (laughs) Shush now, please. You red team. I don't
0: know, I can I'll confer. Brendan the only ideas.
1: So between Brendan and Carol, it was a fleet from which nation that turned up in eighteen fifty-three that basically made Japan open its doors to the West? Was it a fleet from the USA? The United Kingdom or France?
5: Um, I don't know, Carol. It would be a guess. Uh, yeah, I'm trying. To I know the English were as far as India and stuff like that, so maybe they continued on. Um, but it could be been sure. been the US across the Pacific. I don't remember the. I don't remember too much trans, uh, trans-Pacific exploration, but I could be completely off the thing. I'd say maybe the UK or France.
0: Yeah, I'll go
5: with the UK. Okay, so, John. Okay, we're saying the UK. Yeah.
1: I'm afraid that is incorrect. All right, so uh, we're going to offer this one across to uh, Linda and Mark. Your remaining options are the USA or France.
3: Have you any ideas, Mark?
4: I do actually, because actually we have been in Tokyo before, and I remember um, in going into the museum there, and I actually saw, I think, just random. Um, randomly, I think the name of the commander was Matthew Perry. Was the guy that landed after? Yeah, the yeah,
3: that's right. No, because I, I was just seeing if you were on the same wavelength as me, and you are. Yeah,
1: I think it was American.
3: Yep, he was.
1: Yeah, yes, indeed, it was an American naval fleet that turned up in 1853 and uh, basically
5: encouraged the Japanese kingdom to open its doors. Sorry, Carol. by force. I know, oh, I didn't know it anyway. I was think... Matthew Perry a friend of uh, Japan?
3: Ha! Ah, boom, boom. <laughs> that's how I actually remember. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on,
1: hang on. <laughs> <laughs> no, right.
3: that was quite witty, though, no, bit, and that's quite
1: witty. Your question, Mark. Apparently created for her fans in Japan, the only country in which it was officially released, which Canadian-born singer recorded the song Hello Kitty, a tribute to the cartoon character produced by Japanese company Sanrio... Uh, In 2014. So which Canadian-born singer had the 2014 song Hello Kitty? Your options are A, Avril Lavigne, B, Celine Dion, or C, Alanis
4: Morissette? Early 2015 was actually when I was in Tokyo, but I never heard the Hello Kitty song. (laughs) Um, I think
1: you might be lucky with that uh, (laughs)
4: So I'm gonna confer,
1: yeah. we are gonna confer, okay.
3: Uh, um
1: so between you guys.
3: Ah uh, dear. I know all three of them and all three of them good, but I have no
4: clue.
1: I guess the question then is which one is most likely to have had a song called Hello Kitty?
4: I was originally I was kind of leaning towards Avril Levine. See, I was the first the first person who came into my head was Celine Dion. So uh, I would still go with Avril Levine, I'd say.
3: Okay, we'll go with that instead of having a big discussion and getting it all wrong.
4: Yeah. <laughs> okay, Avril Lavigne.
3: Oh, well done, Mark.
4: Gets you a point. Well done.
1: Yes, indeed. Critically panned, I think, is a fair way to describe well, maybe that song. That's why we how it was received. Yeah. Right. And the final question of this round goes to Brendan. Karaoke, developed in Japan, sees an amateur sing along with recorded music using a microphone. You probably know that. But tell me please, what does the term karaoke translate to in English? Your options are A do your best. B superstar or C the empty orchestra. So which one of them is the translation of the word karaoke?
5: Do your best. Uh, there's, 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 do, your best.
1: do your best, superstar, or, or the empty orchestra.
5: I'm trying uh, trying to introduce it myself so we can get some points back so bear with me. <laughs> no bother. All right. So the do your best sounds like a John Nolan made up. Thanks, <laughs> Every one
3: of you, every group that does that, that you went to uni does that so like I know which John would
5: do. sounds very, like if John made that up, that's very, very good. Superstars, but like feel like a superstar when you're doing karaoke, if you do it well. <laughs>
1: This is amazing stuff. This is, this is, is, I'm just waiting to see if at all, if mining the seam of psychology or whatever you're doing is going to produce. It's
5: very unfair of me to go and get it wrong and then Carol is like, I fucking knew that. (laughs) I am going to confer.
1: Okay, you're bringing Carol in. Right, Carol, now you're in. What does karaoke translate to in English? Uh,
0: Empty orchestra. I'm pretty sure it is
1: Oh, right. We're playing that, so? Go with that.
2: Oh, I should have gone for it!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it does indeed mean the empty orchestra. Right, that's the end of the round. Let's pop over to Clancy and we see how the scores stand.
2: Blue team, one point. Red team, four points.
1: So, four points to one lead for the Reds. They're out of the traps very quickly. Okay, on we go, round two. This is our (laughs) connections round. In this round, I will give the team that's playing two pieces of information if they could tell me there and then what links them to tonight's country they get three points they can request a third and indeed a fourth piece of information but they're playing for two points and one point respectively a wrong answer no matter when in the round we'll see all four pieces of information given across for the other side to potentially win a one point bonus we'll start with the team that's trailing that is the Blues so uh, for you Blue Team Brendan and Carol your first two pieces of information are Tinian That's T I N I A N and boxcar. Uh, What's the second one? Boxcar.
5: Boxcar.
1: Boxcar, yes.
0: I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
5: I've not. Stretch stretch it, horrible.
1: Okay, we've got Tinian, boxcar, and the Manhattan Project.
5: Uh, so the Manhattan Project is related to the um, atomic the, bomb. The atomic bomb and that. So, I, I, how specific is you gonna go? Like the next one is probably gonna be one of the two cities.
0: Yeah, Hiroshima or Nagasaki or something.
5: Yeah. Do you wanna go now, or do you wanna wait, or do you wanna? Well, I'd say... We call it it the the, the dropping of the atomic bomb.
0: Yeah.
1: Is that what you're calling it?
5: We're going to call that, yeah. Oh, my
1: God, (laughs) that's nice. Yes, indeed, that's good for two points. Well done. Tinian is the name of the airfield that they departed from in the Mariana Islands to set off for Japan on both occasions to drop on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Boxcar is one of the planes that carried... uh, one of the bombs. It, it's equivalent of Enola Gay, which is more famous plane. Uh, there was the other one involved. Manhattan Project you identified is the project that basically developed the atomic bomb. And the final one was Fat Man, which you didn't need, which is the name of one of the two bombs. Okay. That got you two points. Well done. Cross we go. Linda and Mark, we're over to you. Here we go. Rikishi. That's R-I-K-I-S-H-I. And... Do-yo, that is D-O-H-Y-O.
3: Spell the first one again.
1: R-I-K-I-S-H-I.
3: Have you any ideas, Mark?
4: Well, I know there's a wrestler called Rikishi from the WWF. Okay. Um, I am going. He kind of was kind of um, kind of large, so I'm wondering. Just add a guess maybe something to do with sumo wrestling.
3: Well as soon as you said wrestler, I was thinking sumo wrestling. So who's Doy I can't even say no.
1: <laughs> Doyo. D-O-H-Y-O. Is he a wrestler as well or Well, what do you think? What do you want?
4: Rikishi wasn't Japanese, that's the only thing about it, but Rikishi like it could be kind of a name that they gave, you know, like kinda of to sumo wrestling champions kind of things. Maybe Rikishi was a. They're all the names. is that's just a. Maybe we'll hear the next one. Probably is probably...
3: Just to clarify it a bit. Better.
1: Okay. Yeah. If you want, here you yeah. go. We've got Rikishi Doyo, and now Yokozuna.
4: Yeah, Yokozuna is also a wrestler. And um, randomly, neither of them are actually Japanese. <laughs> but but it's is it um,
3: sumo wrestling.
4: Wrestling, yeah, I would say they're wrestlers with Japanese names. <laughs> is that what you're going to play? Yeah. Okay. Hey,
3: he's going for the wrong button.
1: <laughs> I'm afraid that is not what I'm looking for. Right, Doso, Brendan, and Carol. Four pieces of information are: Rikishi, Doyo, Yakazuna, and you only live twice.
0: That the you only live twice was set in Japan. Yes. Um. Oh, are these are these all films that were set in Japan? Uh,
5: before you before we go for that, there was a scene in in You Only Live Twice, I believe, with sumo wrestling involved in it. Uh, John seemed a bit or a bit kind of shocked that the guys pulled back away from sumo wrestling.
0: So just to go with sumo.
5: I just I would <laughs> me if we didn't. And and then that was the answer.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's grand but I don't mind.
5: Um because the only other thing out of You only Live Twice, I don't know, was that the one with uh odd job? Um,
0: um I can't remember. It's it's the one where Sean Connery tries to pass himself off as a Japanese man.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that highly racist one. <laughs> Can I get an answer to you guys? Okay. So I'm going to, I, I think sumo wrestling. Right. Yeah, go
1: on. It's correct for one point.
5: Yes? Thank God.
1: WWE has clearly polluted Mark's mind. Because <laughs> here are the relations uh, Well, we start at the back. You Only Live Twice, indeed, set in Japan and features a, a major scene in the sumo wrestling, uh, probably in the sumo wrestling doyo, which is a venue in for sumo wrestling to take place. Yokozuna is the name of is the level of grandmaster, basically. People who are great champions get given that as an honorific title. And rikishi is simply the word for a professional sumo wrestler. It's what you are if you reach professional. So the fact that two WWE wrestlers may be using those words is an unfortunate confusion for you guys. So there you go. (laughs) Sumo wrestling is the answer there. All right, we're back over to the Blues. And your first two pieces of info are Port Arthur and... The Battle of Yalu River. That's Y A L U. Port Arthur and the Battle of Yalu River.
5: Anything, car? Nothing at all. Not port Arthur is, I believe, an Australian port, or certainly there was a. I think it was the Port, port Arthur Massacre, which led to the the, the 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 tightening of the gun laws. But that, in the context of Japan, would probably be that it's related to. Uh, the Second World War or something like that. Um, certainly not enough to go on and go for an answer.
0: Yeah, I'll go for another one, so.
5: Okay. Yeah.
1: We've got Port Arthur, the Battle of Yalu River and Sakhalin. S-A-K-H-A-L-I-N.
0: That's an island that, oh, uh, it, it's got a Russian name and a Japanese name. I, I don't know, is it Disputed Territory or something?
5: Okay. Um, could these all be...
1: Well, one's called the Battle of Yalu River.
5: What if, what if I have to the waters of Port Arthur? What, Port Arthur is one of the American military bases on an island in Japan, one of the islands, and these are all disputed territories, disputed things?
0: Yeah, there could
5: have been... Well, yeah, battle. battle... Um... What was the second intention? Port Arthur and
1: The Battle of Yalu River. Y A L U River.
5: Battle of Yalu. So there's a battle, so it's just, what was the wasn't the oh the, the, wasn't the was it the Battle of Midway it was a famous battle. Yeah, but, yeah. But then um was the whole Pacific conflict, was that known as anything separate? No. Too no. probably too broad.
0: Yeah, I don't think so. I, I wouldn't be too familiar with it anyway. We go for another, the last clue?
5: Yeah, I
1: go for the last clue. All right, one clue left and here it is. We've got Port Arthur, Battle of Yalu River, Sakhalin and the Treaty of Portsmouth.
5: Nicely done.
0: <laughs> yeah, that hasn't helped at all. Um,
5: all
1: right. Okay, well, you might have to throw a guess at this one, so...
5: So the only thing I can think of, the last one is the Treaty of Portsmouth. Yes. So so, uh, I think it's all related to the uh, Second World War and then the ending of that. And so the the uh, Japanese surrender in the Second World War. Yeah. Okay, you're going for that. Right. No problem. Uh
2: I'm
1: afraid that is incorrect. Okay, across we go. Reds. Yes. Have you any idea what the connect of those four things are? They are, once again, Port Arthur, the Battle of Yalu River, Sakhalin, and the Treaty of Portsmouth.
4: I actually do have a clue in this one. Oh, here we go. Again, again, from my trip to Tokyo. Oh. Um, I think they're all to do with... The, is it the, I tried to, it's the Russo-Japanese War. They're all... Port Arthur is in China, actually. It's part of the... It's, there was a battle there, I think, as well in... Um, the Russo-Japanese War and so there was a battle in Sekalen, and the Treaty of Portsmouth is the name of the I remember that because Portsmouth Football Club when I was out there and <laughs> uh, that was the name of the treaty that was signed for the war to stop it so Well done
1: I'll Mark. give him the point for that excellent work yes they're all to do with the uh, Russo-Japanese War the war between Russia and Japan that took place between 1904 and 1905 it was ended with the Treaty of Portsmouth that's Portsmouth New Hampshire uh, not Portsmouth England. Sakhalin is an island directly to the north of Japan that they actually won off Russia at the end of that war. They took possession of it and I think possessed it right up until World War II. Battle of Yellow River is a battle that took place in that conflict. And Port Arthur, as Mark said, was the former name for a port in China, which is now called Lushunko. But anyway, it was uh, it was invaded by uh, Japan. Right point for the Reds and final question of the round to the Reds. Here we go. Instant noodles and aircraft carrier often go together in a sentence.
3: (laughs) Okay. um, These are things that are made, I'd say, aren't they?
1: (laughs) Well, they're not, they're not like sprout from the ground, I suppose.
3: (laughs) Yes, but like Japan are known to Produce a lot of um, famous things, and is that is that where this is going? I don't really know if it is because none of the things that I really recognise is in the instant noodles and in the aircraft carrier. I
4: know. I remember from being in Japan that you know companies can have you know some of the multinationals over there or not multinational. You know the Japanese corporations have a lot of different products and a lot of different industries. So maybe it's the same company that runs does all these things, but I don't have a clue yet which.
3: Okay we'll go Hopefully for the next play. then is. we'll not hesitate we'll just go for the next right
1: oh. instant noodles aircraft carrier and the qr code the what the qr code do you know what a qr code is linda
3: enlighten me john
1: it's the square barcode thing
3: square barcode thing
1: Oh, well, I'll, I'll, yeah i'll Did show the you the japanese it,
3: yeah. make that things made in japan Right, I need to get my head out of that because it's not helping.
4: Things invented in Japan, maybe?
1: Things invented in Japan? Yeah. Is that what you want to. Uh...
3: Are you prompting there, John?
1: I don't. That... I
4: don't. I actually am not. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, 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 unless you want to hear the one pointer, Linda, what do you think?
3: Well, see, sometimes the one pointer makes it clear, unless, like, well.
4: All right. What are you going to do?
3: What do you want to do, Mark? I'll leave it up to you.
4: Yes, we li- we listen to the, the one pointer and see. Okay. okay,
1: instant noodles, the aircraft carrier, QR code, and the compact
4: disc player.
3: Ah, you were right.
4: Things so, invented in Japan.
3: Yeah.
4: I hope you don't lose by a point over that.
3: <laughs> Please don't do that, John it's Nolan. Not,
1: uh, it won't be my fault if you do lose by a point, Linda. Can't don't that law be your own indecisiveness? Right, let's go and check the scores. <laughs> With Clancy. Blue
2: team four points. Red team six points.
1: However, for now, you are leading by six points to 4 four. We're going to take our first ad break. Please don't go away, anyone. We'll be back in two minutes' time. This is After the Fact, the weekly trivia quiz game on Clamaris Community Radio. After two rounds on the country of Japan, the red team that is Linda Conway and Mark Lynch are on six points and they are two points ahead of the blue team tonight being Carol Cronin and Brendan Cox now we've reached round three this is our music round in this round I will play the team's uh, two pieces of music each they get a point for identifying the performing artists and the title of the song and then there'll be two subsequent questions as well all worth one point each a wrong answer we'll see it off across for a bonus potentially to the side Okay, we're going to start with the team that's trailing right now. So that's the Blues. So Blues, here is the first piece of music for you guys. Okay, so there we go That is the first song Of tonight's music round Blue team Please tell me uh, Who's performing And what's it called I think that's Alphaville Big in Japan
0: Isn't it
5: That's the one yeah
1: Yeah it is Alphaville Big in Japan Correct Right Two questions for you On that Question one Of those They might have hoped To be big in Japan But from what country Did Alphaville Hail Carol
0: Carol <laughs> uh- I I, pre- I presume they're either American or British. I you know, they're singing in fluent English, so
5: Yeah, I I, I remember the video of this and the guy looks like um no it, it was the eighties, so the guy <laughs> <laughs> you know can't really tell you what the guy looks like to be too much, but he looked uh I, I hate to say it, he looked almost Dutch or something. <laughs> Or, uh, but, but like you say it's fluent English Like, so you can go from the UK the UK had a good uh, big pop chart going on there ok so you're yeah. you're playing UK UK, UK alright
1: yeah. Fred it's not Fred right so across we go Lyndon Mark
3: I thought it was UK as well
1: <laughs> well now you've got a quick chance to reconsider
3: <clears throat> well we go the other side of the Atlantic go <laughs> with the USA well
1: what does Mark think
4: um, I actually I like their idea about the European you know European kind of side of it. But if you want to go in America, I I, see, I don't I know. I'm just, just
3: I'm just because yeah. that's the other one. I actually don't have a clue. So all if right, you have well
4: more I'm gonna have to ask idea. you to say something. <clears throat> we go in America, so I suppose...
1: okay. You're going to America.
3: Yeah, right. That's wrong. <laughs> 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 yeah, just can see your hand going for the wrong button.
1: Well, Brendan was quite close. They're Germans, right? Alphaville. Uh, <laughs> there you go. uh, you've got another question, Blue Team. This song was featured on the band's debut album. Released in September 1984, it shares its name with the band's other signature hit. What is it called?
5: I'm sorry, Carol, I can't imagine being a massive <laughs> uh, Alphaville fan.
0: Neither can I. I can't remember the other... Their other hit. <laughs> yeah, literally
5: literally
1: their other hit. Um, hit?
5: Like how big,
2: John?
1: Well, it it, char- it wasn't as big as Big in Japan, but it did, it is It is their other signature song.
2: Yeah.
1: And I'd say when you hear the name of it, you might it's, go, oh. Uh-huh. Oh, is
0: their song called Forever
1: Young? Well, is now. Like that? Yes, yes, indeed. That's correct. Well that. right, done. Coming out of left field at the last minute there. Well done. So that I gets you I could hear the
0: chorus in my head. It was like, I'll get there in the end.
1: <laughs> okay, well done. So across we go to the Reds for their first piece of music. And here it comes now. Okay, what's that, guys, and who's a buy?
4: Um, I actually know that one. Cool. Uh, just from, from getting, I think, uh, what was the word? Uh, you know, you'd you heard it every time before the 2002 World Cup. <laughs> 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 it's turned in Japanese by the Vapors.
1: Yes, yes, it is. Correct. Well done. All right, you have two subsequent questions. First of those The Vapors were founded in Surrey in 1978, so they are British. With their eyes on hope for success in North America, what decision did they make regarding their name?
4: I wonder, is it anything to do, you know, like, like vapors as an American word, you know, kind of, I'm just trying to think, did they want it to have a name, Some, you know, I'm just trying to, something along those lines, you know, like, kind of like they Americanized their name.
3: I haven't a clue. My mind is
4: blank.
1: Um. Yeah. I'm going to prompt Mark. I need. You're, you're, I'll tell you, you're not a million miles away, but I need to know specifically what they did.
4: I'm going to say they changed their names to be more American.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, th- that's what you said a minute ago. So I'm, prompting, okay. I'm still prompting uh, at this point.
3: Do you need from what to what? Something like that. So what was their name? No. If, it, let, no.
1: Mark's not far away. Let's give don't another prompt it. No not No What was that, Brendan? Brendan just shouted, "No prompting!" like four times.
4: <laughs> maybe maybe they Americanized their first names or something, or their their real names. Mm. Gave, them the, gave them the name. I...
1: No, no, I'm afraid I'm going to have to say no. Okay. So across we go. Brendan is looking very happy on the Skype video. That's probably because yeah, he knows. Uh, and Carol seems like, okay, what is it, guys?
0: Uh, it's vapors spelled without the U, isn't it?
1: That's right. They, oh, s-
5: the U.
1: they spelled their vapors in an American way of spelling the word vapor. Vapor. They Vapor, they yeah. I was so close. Yeah, well, he was close. He was close. Like, Unlucky really, Mark. Really Unlucky close. Linda. All right, last question. This track was produced by uh, an epically named producer, Vic Coopersmith Heaven, and reached the top three in the UK Singles Chart the same week that another song produced by that man was at number one. So that track was Going Underground, and who was it by?
3: I have it in my head. <laughs> chorus is going round and round and round as the artists popping in. So the
1: same man who produced this tune, Vic Coopersmith Heaven also produced, he produced number one and number three hits in the UK on the same week
4: and the number one was called Going
1: Underground but who was it by?
4: Have
3: you any ideas Mark?
4: The only thing I can think of was he I can't think of a song off the top of my head but the only thing I can think of was he producer for the jam as well? well I can't think you know.
3: The jam were associated with the vapours though but I don't they might have. Maybe it wasn't actually.
4: All right. Are we getting an answer? Maybe one of the Jam songs. I I can't think of. <laughs> <laughs> that Are you
3: want in the group or the? the, the
4: I, I, who who had the hit number who, one? Would
1: going go to ground? You go with the
3: Jam. <sighs> You'll
1: go with the Jam. Well, that that took a lot of effort. But well done, you got there. And I fair play. Okay.
3: Oh, thank you. You're too
1: kind, I'm, just, I'm, I'm amazed that doesn't know going to with Granby. I thought it was a neat question. Right, across we go. I was
3: singing it. just the name of the group.
1: <laughs> Blues, here's your next piece of music. Okay. <laughs> now Linda's starting to look all happy. However, it's the blue team's tune.
0: Carol? Uh, no. Oh. I'd, I'd need to hear more of it. I I recognize it, but no, it's not coming to me. Okay.
1: okay. Brendan?
5: I you, but I, uh, I don't know the name. I, I don't, surf, surf don't know the artist. No, we'll have like to pass it Okay, you're passing it over.
3: I think it's Anika and Japanese
1: boy. Yes, it is. Congratulations.
3: I was actually checking with Mark there, but that's all right. You can ring the bell. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Sorry, Mark. Forgive me for ringing the bell.
3: (laughs) No, 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 no. No, you can ring the bell. Okay,
1: all right. Blues have two questions to do with that. Blues?
5: Yep. Yeah.
1: This song reached the top of the Irish charts on September the 19th, 1981. It took over the top spot from a song called "Bunch of Thyme." Who was that particular hit by? Uh,
5: was that Foster and Allen?
1: I
0: don't know. I haven't ever heard of it, so I go with that if you want.
5: "Bunch of Thyme."
1: Yeah, Brendan. Yeah. <clears throat> uh,
5: what? What was the date again? September nineteenth, nineteen eighty-one. So I was uh, about two months old. Three right. months old. <laughs> Uh, I think for some reason, but, uh, Foster and Anna are in my head. Yes, thank God. Well done. Are oh, you a Foster and oh, fan oh, oh, there, Brendan?
1: <laughs> they were in your head because it's the right answer. Well done. Yeah. I can't believe my <laughs>
5: bed is completely gone. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The point Penny you've got,
1: Foster and Alan point, you have. Well done. Last question. Uh, Anika's real name is Mary Sandman. Outside of her foray into the pop charts... She has won gold medals for singing throughout her career at an annual event called The Mode. M O Father D in Irish, I suppose it would be. In what country does this event take place? The Mode. M O Father D.
0: Now, are you saying Father is in Irish or just a general?
1: I am doing it as a general uh, to describe it to you guys. I suppose I should call it a. What? A a Grav or something? If I was being. But I just thought. In what country does that event take place each year?
5: What's the, thing, Carol? Uh, What's the most well, common? Sense of that? Say again? I, I don't know. Um, mode, a la mode. But there's no, it's just MOD, John, is it? There's no E at the end.
1: Uh, no, there's no E.
0: Sounds kind of, you know, Central European or something oh, like that. Oh, hang on. Late,
1: late extra info I should give you. I've looked it up, and the father is actually the other way around.
2: Oh,
5: it's a backwards father. Yeah, it's a backwards father. Sorry about that.
1: So anyway, the question is still the same, though. In what country does that event take place?
5: I think Arthur, father is the only ones that I know, the only language that I'm familiar with that does that. I know there are many, but the one that I'm most familiar with is French.
1: All right, and Carol?
0: Yeah, I can
5: go with France. Okay.
1: okay. <clears throat> All right. Just
5: make the sound yourself.
1: I'm eh. offering this across to the uh, red team.
3: Well, I thought it was France as well, so that puts that. Out. Okay.
1: So
4: I was thinking, with a name like Mary Sandeman and kind of, with, well, you're comparing it to the Irish. I was wondering, it wouldn't be Scottish, would it?
3: With Sandeman? I don't know any Scottish people by the name of Sandman the <laughs> No, Scottish... it sounds like a
1: kind of a... Uh, if Linda doesn't know, know anyone would
4: call
2: that name. I mean, no, like couldn't. surname, I mean, not like personally, I mean surname.
3: I've never... That's not typically a Scottish surname. Like MacDonald or...
1: Or Conway. Conway's Irish. I know. like my, my point. I... thinking, I'm, you
4: know, he he was saying about the fathers and things, just, you know, scots gay, like maybe it's something like that. All right,
1: I need an answer off you guys. Sonia, a bonus. Sure, go. That's it. Scotland.
3: Scotland then. Oh well, there you go, maybe okay. Sandiman is that? I'm gonna go and have to be Mary
1: Sandeman. yeah, she's Scottish and she takes she's won gold medals at the mode, the mode being the Scots Gaelic culture equivalent of the Feshina here in Ireland. Which is have you encountered the Feshina since you the Fesh since you've been here?
3: Oh Irish dancing type
1: and stuff. singing as well.
3: Well so that's like the mode is like Highland dancing. Yep,
1: exactly so. It's a I singing contest see. there. Well well done, uh, Mark, our not-Scottish member of Team Red forgetting that one right.
3: <laughs> I'm going to give you a big spade next week, just for the sheer hell of it and the crack, you know. Bring a spade in for
1: try. Anyway, final song of the round is coming up and it is for the Red team. Here we go.
0: All they take is one flight We'd be in the same time zone, looking through your timeline, seeing all the rainbows. I, I got an idea, and I know that it sounds crazy. I just want to see you.
2: Oh, I gotta ask, do you got plans
0: tonight?
1: All right, there we go. What's that called?
3: Is there a featuring artist in this?
1: No, no, there's no featuring artist in that. That is Okay, and literally... I
3: think it's Lost in Japan by Sean Mendes.
1: Oh, well, there you go. That's impressive now. That's correct. That's from just last year. Lost in Japan by Shawn Mendes. All right, two questions for you on that.
3: That might be my Shawn Mendes knowledge.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Two questions on that. Number one. Shawn Mendes' video for this song reenacts several scenes from which 2003 film originally directed by Sofia Coppola?
4: I know that one. Cool. Lost Lost in Translation. Correct. I think the title
1: is probably alluding to the film as well. Lost in. And your last question. Mendes first gained a following in 2013 after posting song covers to which Twitter-owned short-form video host service?
3: Twitter-owned?
1: Twitter-owned short-form video service.
3: Oh. Oh. I can see the...
4: Mark? I have a Twitter account, but I haven't used short form video service. I don't have a clue in that one.
3: No, I remember them. I remember them. But, do I remember the name of them? No.
4: <laughs> okay.
1: Well, I'll give you another few seconds.
3: No, time hops. It. No, that's not... Uh, somebody knows there. Somebody <laughs> knows in, over in Brendanland. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know what Brenna's doing, the timer countdown or something. I'm not sure. Anyway, I, so, I will have to encourage but, uh, you to give me an answer.
3: I don't know. Don't know.
1: All right. Is that a pass?
3: Yeah. Have to because I don't know. Unless I make it up. <laughs>
1: All right. We're passing. Here we passing. go. Brendan, Carol. Um, what? Carol.
5: Oh.
0: Yeah. You mean you don't know the, Brendan? The only, two, the only two I can think of are Vimeo and Periscope.
5: So, Periscope is a live video. Yeah. Vine used to be a short form six seconds.
0: Oh, Vines, yeah, it might be
5: that. I'm going to go for Vine, John.
1: It's correct, Brendan. Well done.
5: Thank you. That's it. Yeah, he Eat posted that. those
1: videos on Vine, which no longer around, of course, but it was for a that's time it. quite big. All right, that's the end of round three. And we're about to take our second ad break, but over we go to Clancy for checking the scores.
2: Blue team, nine points. Red team, 12 points.
1: Okay, so it's a 12.9 lead as we go into the second ad break. Please don't go away. We'll be back in two minutes' time. This is After the Fact, the weekly trivia quiz game on Clemar's Community Radio. I'm John Nolan, your host, and thank you for tuning in tonight. Now, tonight the questions are all on Japan, and after three rounds, the red team that is Linda Conway and Mark Lynch, are on 12 points and they are three ahead of the blue team, that is Brendan Cox and Carol Cronin. Right, on we go to round four. This is our 20 questions round. In this round, I will ask the team that is in play a question. If they get it right, they get a point and they get the next question as well. This can continue until at most five in a row have been answered correctly, at which point they will have to give over control of the game, but they will get a bonus six point for the achievement. A Wrong answer, though, at any stage will see me offer that question across to the side for a potential bonus, and they will get the opposition will get the next question as well. Right, we'll start with the team that is trailing, and that is the Blues tonight. So, for you, uh, Brendan and Carol, here's question one In what year did the FIFA World Cup final <clears throat> take place in Japan? In that match at the International Stadium in Yokohama, Brazil defeated Germany 2-0. Yeah.
0: Three Japan were a cup. Yeah.
1: Yeah, 2002. 2002 is correct. All right, number two. From the 12th century until 1868, Japan was ruled by successive feudal military dictators who ruled in the name of the emperor. What was the title of these military dictators? Shoguns.
2: Shogun.
1: Yes, correct. Question three. What is the name of the largest religion in Japan, practised by nearly 80% of the population, yet only a small percentage of these identify themselves as such in surveys? Oh, interesting fact. Shinto, isn't
0: it, Brandon? Shinto, yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's correct. And there we go. I've hardly had to start the clock so far, and the sides are now level, so on we go. Question four. Born in Edo, the city now known as Tokyo, in October 1760... Which artist is best known as the creator of the woodblock print series 36 Views of Mount Fuji?
0: I only know one Japanese artist.
5: <laughs> um, um, you might as well give that name because I, I have no clue. I, uh, I know I have one painting, uh, but I, uh, I can't even remember the name. Or, um, yeah.
0: Okay, John, is it Hokusai?
1: Hakazai. Yes, it is. That's correct. Well done. Katsushika Hakazai. Right for five in a row. According to the Kojiki and Nihon Shoki chronicles in Japanese mythology, the emperors of Japan are considered to be direct descendants of which goddess?
5: I think Caroline has cut out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me see. So the question my list of
0: Japanese goddesses is. My chart as in non-existent
5: <laughs> i um i i have a i think it i think i know what letter begins with but <laughs> okay. that could be uh, like ah uh,
1: all right so the japanese I, royal family are considered to be descendants
5: of which goddess i'd be worried i'd get it wrong and yet give them a clue what what one is this are this is our fifth in this a row this is for five uh, this was for fifth, fifth yeah, fifth, yeah.
0: Sure, go for it if you have uh, a guess. I have nothing.
1: All right, you have 10 seconds, Brennan, to say something. Um, no, it's gone. Okay, he's okay. Gonna, we're going to pass that, so. Over we go. You're getting a nice question, but you can give me an answer here.
5: Well, hopefully Mark wasn't in the uh, museum too <laughs> Everyone
3: needs shovels and spades this evening. It's all like shovel and speed land.
5: Anyway, Red Team,
4: can you tell me, please, the name of that goddess? Have you any ideas, Mark? There's only one I remember from being inside that museum, but I don't know whether it's the right one. Just go for it. It's fine. Amuratsu. Yes.
3: Wow.
2: He's
1: very. It's Amaterasu but I think you've got the right name just you've swapped the T and the R around
5: but yeah I was I couldn't remember it began with A but that, I, I was worried I'd give it away because I didn't know anything after that letter
1: so well done that's correct and you're in okay so that's you got four there uh, blue team so you were in the lead briefly but now the scores are level now for the uh, Reds next question officially called the Nishoki which is the sun mark what Japanese symbol is more commonly known as Hinomaru which means the circle of the sun
4: do you know Mark I think it's it the it's the the seal the imperial seal is it? So
1: officially called Nishoki the sun mark, what Japanese symbol is more commonly known as Hinomaru the circle of the sun? Which
4: symbol is it? The royal symbol, kind of the the emperor symbol.
3: I don't know, so I'm going to leave it with you, Mark, because I haven't <laughs> a clue.
4: All right. Well, I. um, Yeah, I'd say I'd say the
1: the emperor's symbol. The emperor's symbol. Okay. So across
5: we go. Blues. Karen. Yeah. I'm thinking. uh, I'm thinking. So not an answer jump, but I'm thinking rising sun, (laughs) or the flag.
0: Flag is what I was thinking. The red circle on their their flag, maybe.
1: Yeah. Okay. You're going for flag. Yeah. Yeah. It's correct. It is. They are two yeah. names for the yeah. Japanese flag. All right, so now you guys are in, and this is your next question. Triggered by the, a tsunami that followed the Tohoku earthquake of 11th of March 2011, three nuclear meltdowns occurred at which nuclear power plant? Fukushima. Yes, yeah. Fukushima. Running since its governing body was reorganized in 1950, the League of which Sport is Japan's largest professional sports competition in terms of television ratings and spectators attending.
0: Baseball, Brendan. Baseball
5: is the, yeah, so it's the biggest viewership. The national sport is sumo. Yeah,
0: baseball, John.
5: Baseball is also correct. Well done.
1: On May 21st, 2019, Japanese Foreign Minister Taro Kono announced that he would, in future, request that international media organisations should do what? when reporting the names of Japanese citizens.
5: Sorry, can you repeat that now? Yeah.
1: On May 21st this year, Japanese Foreign Minister Taro Kono announced that he would in future request that international media organisations should do what when reporting the names of Japanese citizens? Okay.
5: <laughs> I had a thought, but... Uh...
1: <laughs> We've uh, 25 we'll seconds left.
5: So when we're saying the names of Japanese citizens, we should do this. <laughs> right, like put, put a Japanese accent on. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> Ten seconds. I need an answer, please. Carl, have you got anything?
0: No. Uh, they're they're big on kind of honour and respect over there, aren't they? So time is up. I don't know. Bow every time they say the name.
1: Okay. <laughs> like, I'm, you I'm, see that, I'm afraid that's not the answer. So, cross we go. Reds, you're getting the next question, but you might get a bonus here.
3: Because I just like the Japanese, the, the symbols that they put before some names, if they're writing people's names, there's always a Japanese symbol before it. Is it something as simple as that, do you think, Mac?
4: Yeah, I don't actually can't. Ned didn't hear about this, so yeah, go for it if you think. Okay, I think it's, it's all I've got. Symbols, right.
1: Uh, i afraid it's not right. Uh, he basically requested that everyone over outside of Japan should swap the order in which they report the names, like all the rest oh of Asia. God, I know exactly. Yes, so he, for instance, wants to be known as Kono Taro, not Taro Kono, when he's been spoken of.
5: That's very interesting, Nolan John. <laughs>
4: exactly. So.
1: Cox.
5: Cox, Brendan.
4: I'll I just call him <laughs> Cox. Cox. Right. I okay. actually did hear that, actually, now that I think about it. <laughs> oh, well, bad luck, Mark. Is well,
1: I thought it was,
4: I didn't think it was the Japanese minister. I don't know where. I think it was, I it was Korea or something. Mm.
1: Right. Your next question,
4: Red Team. Are you ready?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Following the abdication of his father, Emperor Akihito, on the 30th of April 2019, who acceded to the Japanese throne on the 1st of May this year?
3: Uh.
4: Do you know, Mark? Uh, I do. I'm just trying to think. Oh, um, it'll come to me.
1: <laughs> okay, well, it? you've got 40 seconds yet, so take your time. Following the abdication of his 40 father, <laughs> Emperor Akihito, who acceded to the Japanese throne on the 1st of May this year.
4: This came up in another quiz recently, and I'm just trying to remember the. Oh. Uh, Oh, I do. I think it's Naruhito. Naruhito, Naruhito. yes, yes it is. That's the one. Correct.
1: While the term is often used as a metonym for the monarchy of Japan, it can also refer to very specific locations, such as the Takumikuru throne in Kyoto Imperial Palace. The name of which flower is often used to represent the institution of the Japanese monarchy itself.
4: I know this one, actually. Go, Mark. Chrysanthemum. Yes,
1: chrysanthemum, Correct. And the sides are now level again. And it's reds in control. Like the Mediterranean, the Sea of Japan has almost no tides due to its nearly complete enclosure from the Pacific Ocean. Aside from Japan itself, how many countries border the Sea of Japan? How
3: many countries yes. border the Sea of Japan? Ignoring
1: Japan. Or just include it but then take off the number one.
3: You just want the number mm mm-hmm.
4: I would. I'm just thinking here. Um, I'd, I. would say, does does China? I'm just asking, Linda, or Linda, does China? Do you think China borders? Like, I can think of three: North, South Korea, and Russia. But I just can't think. Does China border as well? Okay, I got 14, 13 seconds. I we go with three. Go with three. Okay, three. you're going
1: with three. And it's the correct answer. Well done. Yes, you. Uh, Mark, there mentioned all three correct answers. The two Koreas and Russia. No part of China actually touches the Sea of Japan. Okay, next question. Which famous Japanese company was founded on the 23rd of September, 1889, by Fusajiro Yamauchi, and originally produced handmade playing cards? It started producing the products it is now known for in the mid-1970s. So, which famous Japanese company was founded in... 1889 by Fusajiro Yamauchi and originally produced handmade playing cards.
4: It started producing... This actually came up in a quiz recently as well, I remember. Oh, now. Mark's on a roll here.
3: Mark is on a roll.
4: Yeah, n- Nintendo.
3: Well done, Mark. Yes, it Mark. is
4: Nintendo. Well done.
3: Thank you for coming on this evening, Mark, in such short <laughs> <laughs> notice.
1: Thank you, man, who has been in Japan recently for coming on this
3: list. Man in Japan. That but, sounds like but... a song. <laughs>
1: okay, final. So I say final. This is for five in a row. Here we go. The second Monday of October is a national holiday in Japan. It's called Health and Sports Day. What a great name. This date, originally October the 10th, commemorates the opening day of what event of 1964?
4: Sorry, John, could you repeat that just the end of it there? Sure. Out on me?
1: The second Monday of October is a national holiday in Japan, Health and Sports Day. This date, which was originally October the 10th, commemorates the opening day of which 1964 event?
4: um, I, uh, Linda, I think Olympics because um, it would go with the the year 60, 64, 68. There would have been Olympic games. So
3: I was thinking Olympics as well, actually. So we'll just yeah, I was thinking that. Okay, so, we've got so twenty seconds left. We'll, we'll go with Olympics.
4: I'd go
1: with Olympics.
2: Yeah.
1: Good for two points. We're well done. Yes, that commemorates the opening day of the nineteen sixty four Summer Olympics, which of course were held in Tokyo. Right. Now, uh, Blues, you're back in. And the gap is currently four points. Here we go. The restaurant preparation of which puffer fish is strictly controlled by law in Japan? And only chefs who have qualified after three or more years of rigorous training are allowed to prepare it. What's it called?
0: Can you repeat that, John? The line broke up there.
1: OK. Yeah. The restaurant preparation of which puffer fish? is strictly controlled by law in Japan and only chefs who have qualified after three or more years of rigorous training are allowed to prepare it. I
0: think, Brendan, this is Fugu.
5: Yeah,
1: happy to go with it. <laughs> All right, Brendan, come on. It's correct. Fugu is the answer.
0: learned from the Simpsons.
1: <laughs> All the things we learned. Now, next question for you guys. Which Japanese motor manufacturer founded in January 1920 in Hiroshima is named after the creator and soul god of Zoroastrianism, so yeah, which
5: Japanese motor maker?
1: Yeah, which Japanese motor manufacturer, founded in 1920 in Hiroshima, is named after the creator and sole god of Zoroastrianism? Karen,
5: how are you? I'm, I can name I can name uh, Japanese motor motors, Yeah, but um,
0: Zoroastrianism not too hot on that. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's there's lots of them to choose from.
5: Um, the only one I'm thinking of that uh, I suppose it, it rolls off the tongue like, like a god's name would would be Honda uh, and you've also got H and A e at the start and end if it was founded in Hiroshima All
1: right? you got 8 seconds guys need an answer please
0: uh, or maybe Nissan it's not Mitsubishi anyway
5: ok I need an answer right now uh, John I'm going to Carol if you don't mind I'm going to go for and if we're wrong we're wrong I, I'm going to go for Honda all right. No, we are. <laughs> it's wrong. My, my bad.
1: All right, cross we go. Red team.
3: I drive make a make of Japanese car. I wonder if it could be that one. <laughs> 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 we're not too sure. That's the Toyota. Okay. They're a big...
1: I need an answer Sony bonus, so I can't give you as long as they had. Yeah, we go Toyota. you go going Toyota. See, if Brendan wanted to get psychological, he should have said, What car do I drive? You. Yes. And I drive a Mazda. And that is the oh. answer. Oh, I really? forgot you
5: might
2: drive Mazda. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, you the God of fact.
1: Zoroastrianism is Ahura Mazda. And that is where they got the name for the car company. OK, Red Team, your question. Which modern Japanese martial art developed by Marahai Ushiba in the early 20th century as a synthesis of martial arts, philosophy and religion has a name that translates as the way of harmonious spirit?
3: Are you still there, Mark?
1: Yeah, yeah, I am. He's thinking, he's thinking.
4: (laughs) Trying to think. Let the man think.
1: But uh, you've got 30 seconds left.
4: I just, it's not right, but I'm just thinking then there's something along Zen. Zen isn't harmonious. That's coming to my head, but I don't think that's a martial art, but I'm just trying to think if there's something that can be linked into Zen.
3: See, I was thinking of, some. I don't know if it... I don't know if it's Mark. It Zen because...
1: All right, you got five seconds.
3: Go with what you have, Mark. I have no idea.
1: Zane. I'm afraid not. Blues.
0: Um, I'm thinking Aikido, Brendan.
5: Yeah, that's... Yeah. Okay. okay. I, I was thinking that. of a, a triple, uh, um, three-syllable one, and Aikido fits that. So why not?
1: All right, here we go. That's
5: correct. Yes, well done. Aikido.
1: Okay, your guys are in. Next question. Which politician has served as Prime Minister of Japan and leader of the Liberal Democratic Party since 2012? He was also the nation's leader for 12 months between September 2006 and 2007.
0: Shinzo Abe, isn't it? He's the current Prime Minister anyway.
1: That's the question, yeah. Shinzo Abe, yeah? Yes. Yeah. Although not if Foreign Minister what was his name again <laughs> Tano Kano <laughs> he'd want him to be called uh, Abe Shinzo Abe Shinzo mm. right next question what is the name of the largest and most populous
5: island of Japan
0: Honshu uh, the islands
5: I, so I believe that the island north of the island that Tokyo is on is Hokkaido so, it
0: is and that's the rural part of Japan so it's not yeah, that
5: so then but, it, 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 is Tokyo on Honshu
0: I think so. Uh, I know the smallest island is Kyushu, so I'd be inclined to
1: go with Hanshu.
5: Okay. Uh, Hanshu. correct. One
1: question left. The scores are level.
5: Oh.
1: <laughs> and here is the question At an official announcement in Dublin on July 28, 2009, it was revealed that Japan would be the host country for which major event of 2019?
5: Uh, Cara, do you Gotta know this? Yeah, the Rugby World, yeah, yeah, the rugby world, rugby world Cup is in September. Yeah. Well, as long as it's just uh, I wanted to make sure you knew before. So, <laughs> so the Rugby World Cup. And we there it, it is.
3: Yes. <laughs> I'm resigning as Red Baron just so he...
1: <laughs> Let's go over to Clancy. Let's go over to Clancy and see if oh, let's Linda's indecisiveness at round two has uh, has had any effect.
2: Blue <laughs> to 20 points. Red team, 19 points.
1: Oh, that's unlucky. All right, congratulations, blue team. Pull that one out of the fire. That's uh, well done to Brenda and Carol. Hard hard luck, Linda, and hard luck, Mark. Thanks, Mark. Hard luck, All right, okay, well, thank you everyone for taking part, and thank you at home for listening. We will be back next week with another country, another set of questions. Until then, have a good week. Don't forget, if you're listening online, you can hear the podcast extras coming up in a moment or two's time. Good night for now, and goodbye.
2: Podcast Extra.
3: I know, well, he's like, I he's, can't he's see. put
1: some weird blur on. I can't see you at all, Brendan. I know good. this is podcast extras already, but what have you done to yourself, there, Brendan?
5: I just put on the background
1: blur.
3: <laughs> John has been highly entertained, obviously, am, by yourself, dear Brendan.
1: I hope he'll be waving yeah. at me if the quiz goes on. Okay. He
3: might be highly entertained this evening too. Who knows <laughs> what's going to happen? whatever happened to Francie just out of sheer interest and change the subject Francie? Completely? Remember there was a Francie one night that was, because that was Clancy, Clancy's cousin Clancy had a wee holiday or wasn't well or something and yeah yeah Clancy was in
1: the computer repair shop for a while oh. two series ago and his cousin Francie deputised I
3: see but and then Francie just disappeared altogether
1: we don't talk about Francie he's Why? at home making me coffee every morning right back right. oh. <laughs> Francie your impression now Brendan no, sorry, it's Mark's question. Excuse me, Mark. I'm getting yeah. my orders wrong. Your question, Mark. To Carol and Mark. Ready?
3: Linda, Mark. Linda,
1: and Mark. <clears throat> I'm getting very confused tonight. I apologize. It's because you're on this side of the Is studio. The I sunshine? should have put you over there. Anyway. By the way, I have to say, Mark was an inspired pick for tonight, given that he's been in Japan recently. Well,
3: and I didn't actually know that until, like, <laughs> three o'clock today. How Is
1: amazingly like- convenient. Right. Uh, Instant noodles. Aircraft carrier. It's funny, because I accidentally gave it away. And you were like, are you prompting? And I was like, no, no, I'm not. Sorry. And then you still didn't go for it then. I just thought it was funny. Okay. <laughs> right. Anyone need to break around thing or we just go back into it? We really need to stop the predicting the wrongness now. Come on. Well, you need to
5: get get your wrong button ready as quick as you have the bell ready.
3: <laughs> you need to get another another bell or something that does that so that you just have, you don't know which one, which bell you're going to.
1: Okay, dog folks. Uh, anyone want to break or anything?
5: I, just... I, I still can't believe, Carol, it feels like we're getting walloped here and I can't believe there's only three in it. <laughs> yeah.
0: The line is um, kind of bad tonight, John.
1: Yeah, it seems it a bit echoey out. or something.
0: Yeah,
3: it's echoey this side as well, actually.
1: Very echoey,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. We just have to
5: grin and bear it, I think. Unless
3: still so, use Mark, the phone. And...
5: needs an IT upgrade, I'm just <laughs> the man to do it, John.
1: <laughs> I'll take that as an offer. Thank you very much, Brendan. Okay. So here's another question for a potential five. No, sorry, I'm wrong. This is number four. No. Number four. A uh, rare thing here, but here's a follow-on <laughs> question. Don't normally do this, but here we go. I know the answer already.
0: Yeah, I'd say I could guess too.
1: Okay, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Now, was that the question you expected, blue team? Yes.
5: Yeah. All right. (laughs) Would you have given us a bonus point if we said ambitions? That would have
1: been good. I I probably wouldn't. I'll just give you the point, (laughs) which you've
5: got. Correct. A bit of a delay there, John. I thought we were wrong. Yeah, so did I. (laughs) It's oh, yeah. funny that the last, uh, the last word or the last question, was set in 2019 and ended up making the scores 2019.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is interesting, Brendan. It's like fate in some way.
5: You were very close. I had also been to Japan uh, just, just to, to, to I, I had not but I obviously didn't spend enough time in museums for the <laughs> earlier parts of the thing. It <laughs>
1: Okay, that's a, that was another tight one. Well, we've had a well, few tight ones right, in the last two weeks. I
5: can't, get, I can't have another one like this, John. This is two tight <laughs> ones. Neither but can I, mother. Brendan, neither
3: can I. <laughs> Did
5: you see the hairs going grey as we went? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. You had a full head of black hair before we started, didn't you? <laughs>